Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I have my friend, Krista on the podcast today. Krista is a mindset and business coach. She's the founder of She Breeds Courage, which is all about owning who you are, courageously pursuing the dream that has been planted in your heart, and unapologetically sharing your gifts with the world. Her heart is to help entrepreneurs build a brand that aligns with their God-given gifts. She is incredible and dynamite. Welcome, Krista. Yay, thank you. So excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you on here. So everybody, Krista and I connected via Instagram. So for everyone who's like social media is of the devil, I mean, it can be, but I love social media for this kind of reason, because God is connecting people who are kingdom minded and just doing awesome things. So I love following your journey on Instagram, Krista. I know it's just been a few weeks already, but I love what you're doing and I'm excited to have you on here for you to share your heart and everything you're doing. Thank you. So I love starting out my podcast with five fun facts, just kind of give everyone the opportunity to get to know you a little bit. So you have first some five fun fact questions. You bet. Let's dive in. All right. Number one is tell us something that is on your bucket list. Oh, something on my bucket list. So I'm in Canada and I would love to go to Panama or Costa Rica and just do like a women's, I don't know if it's like healing retreat keeps coming to mind, but just like a restoration time in one of those two places. I love that. And there's such a need for it. I've done a lot of ministry with women and I, yeah, I could get behind that 100%. I love that. <laughs> love that. Number two is what is, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was gonna say? That'll be, that'll be a conversation for after the podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. We need to make it happen. I'm all game for that. Number two is what is your favorite quote or scripture? My favorite scripture um, ever since I've been a little girl has been Jeremiah 29, 11, talking about, I know the plans I have for you because I love that it ends with plans um, or hope for the future. Cause I think that's so needed in the world. Recently, I have a new favorite verse, but I'm going to talk to you about that as we get into the show. Okay. I love that. Number three is if you could have a coffee date with anyone past or present, who would you pick? Oh, this one was really hard for me because I love people's stories. And I think sometimes the craziest, coolest stories come from the people that you least expect that. And so I love finding stories in the unexpected places. So I didn't really want to give just a cliche answer of like your typical, cause it's not me. Like I would literally pick someone who's just like not known, not, I don't know. Yeah, that was my answer for that. That was hard for me. <laughs> I like that. I like that because everybody has a story and I'm like that. Like what I've had so many times where I've like gone out with people that I've either met, you know, through social media or whatever. And like, I'm always like, just tell me your story, which we're going to share your story in a minute. But like, it's such a good open-ended, like then they can share what they're comfortable sharing. And it's just so cool because it doesn't matter whether you're famous or not, whatever, like you were saying, everybody has a story yeah. that matters. So I love that. Yeah, there's just so much beauty in people's journeys. And I just think there's so many hidden gems that we, we as Christians should be seeking to uncover, right? Like God gives us a heart to see the unseen. And yeah. I love that. I love that. Number four is what is your favorite flavor ice cream? Anything chocolate, peanut butter. (laughs) 
Yes, girl. Combo. <laughs> I just went to a coffee, or not a coffee shop. Well, it kind of was coffee and ice cream shop a few days ago, and they had like some sort of dreamy goodness from heaven, and it was like peanut butter flavored ice cream with brownies and oh. stuff in it. And I'm like, sold. all right last fun fact is what is one thing that god is teaching you in this season oh this is all about pruning so i feel like on social media like you talked about at the beginning like social media can be used for good used for bad but i feel like on social media there's so much shown of the highlight reel and the pruned product right and we on social media, sometimes always get so caught in the striving. Like we want to rush past the pruning process. We want to bypass it all together and just get to that end result. And so I've been learning to see so much beauty in the pruning. And I'm not sure you said you switched the name of your podcast. Have, do people know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. You said it at the beginning. Yeah. And I announced it a few weeks ago on social media. Okay. So what is it now? So it was just Janice and the heart with that. And now it's journey with Janice. Journey with Janice. Okay. That's what I thought it was. Um, So I love journey with Janice because I feel like we are always on a journey with God. And so the pruning process is always going to be there. And long story short, sometimes we forget that, right? It's just like the, we want to get there. We want to get to the end destination. So that's what I'm really learning about in this season is pruning. I love that. We know like John 15 talks about, he prunes us so that we can bear more fruit and it's for our father's glory that we bear much fruit. So I love that. And even just like five, six years ago, when I was going through a really hard season and God called me to start sharing my story through blogging at that point, before I was doing anything like this. And I was like, I was okay with like, God heal me. And then I'll, you know, preach to the masses or whatever. And he's like, I want people to watch you go through your healing journey so that they can see that process. And, and so people did that. They journeyed with me through like the most broken season of my life and to where I'm at now. And so I, I literally love everything you said. Yeah. And not many people on social media, you don't find them sharing the behind the scenes journey, right? Like I, I was at a women's actually it was um, if gathering, we did it locally in Canada, but they were talking about how even as Christians, sometimes we have, you know, we have a a hand of cards and we'll still only want to expose the ones like we'll be vulnerable, but still keep a couple close to us. Right. So even on social media, you're seeing some type of curated what, what the person wants you to see. Yeah. And so I just think it's really rare that people like you actually invite people in to the messy journey when in reality that is a lot of what life is so yeah 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 that's beautiful there's something there there that could be really good for the conference (laughs) we'll get back to that at another time I love that so I would love for you to just take a few moments to tell us your story who is Krista yeah so I'm Canadian um but most of the people that I connect with on social media are actually in the United States or elsewhere so that's kind of cool Um, I'm a super small town girl. I'm the oldest of two. Fast forward, I grew up in a Christian home. I've always loved people. My mom was a registered nurse. So that was just always kind of something I thought I would be involved with helping people. I ended up with a career managing a crisis response unit. I'm married to a first responder. We have four kiddos that are all school age now. And it's kind of cool because in my job as a crisis intervention manager, it was 
always about people's stories, right? I was invited into their lives during a traumatic event and I got to be a part of that story um, and, and help them walk through those really hard times in their life. I actually started sharing my journey on social media of caring for myself as I was doing some of that really heavy work and started to build an audience around how do we as first responders not burn out, right? And through that, I started to build a brand on Facebook, Instagram, and then that eventually led me to where I am now. So it's been kind of a crazy journey. I work um, solely from home now, but I've always been involved in women's ministry, that type of thing. So that's kind of in a nutshell where I came from, where I'm at now. I love that. Even as you're sharing, it was reminding me of something Lord's been speaking to me a lot the last few weeks, is, especially is uh, just how everything that we're doing now is preparation for what's next. And then all my, and like, I've just had some reflection time of like past seasons. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that what I was experiencing then was really cultivating what God has for me now. So it's kind of, it was cool just to hear the journey that God had you on how this led to that. And this led to that and how he weaves every part of our story into something beautiful. So that's so cool. It's crazy. It's so cool. So let's talk about She Breeds Courage. What is the story behind you starting it? So She Breeds Courage was entirely God. Um, when I was sharing about, um, like, like sharing my story on social media of what I was doing to care for myself, I actually partnered with a network marketing company. I built to the leadership level in that company. And from the surface, everything looked amazing. Like I was a multiple top time seller, um, had been able to leave my career, come home, which is the dream that so many people see on social media. But on the inside, I was really struggling. Like I said before, I knew, like I grew up in a Christian home and I believe that God brought this opportunity into my life, but I, I really didn't marry my business with God. It was almost like these silos, right? Of like God, my business. And I didn't know this at the time, but I'd really started becoming addicted to success, um, achieving, tying my worth to vanity metrics. I think a lot of us on social media can relate maybe to that. And honestly, that season, as amazing as it seemed from the outside looking in, really broke me and took me right back to my knees with God. And we're going to talk about this later, but he gave me this little whisper, kind of similar to what you were saying about wanting to share your journey. He gave me this whisper of sharing my journey. And through that process, because it was a process, he asked me to completely surrender that network marketing business to him and start this. And it seemed really scary because I had left my job. This was now my income. I'd worked so hard, sacrificed so much <laughs> to get where I was, which that sacrifice wasn't necessarily a good thing, but we'll talk about that later. And um, so that was really scary. Like people talk a lot about, you know, supporting you, but when you want to go down a different path, it doesn't always make sense to other people. And that's a big part of the reason why God gave me Shebri's courage. Like you said, in the intro, it was about women unapologetically and courageously owning their God-given gifts and pursuing that path. And this was totally about that. It was about giving permission 
to really lean into what God has placed on their heart, whether or not that makes sense to the world, right? But to really honoring and pursuing the journey that God has given them. And that's how She Breathes Courage was born. And that was the message that I wanted to share with other women through this ministry um, and this podcast. And it's so awesome. And when did you start that? Like how long ago was it? That was right before the pandemic. So it's been a few years. And honestly, like you were saying, it's, it's been like, it's been a messy journey because it's also been my own healing. And this is just a little bit of encouragement for people listening out there. Like, like you were saying, I think a lot of the time it's easy. It feels easier to wait until we have that healing or till we feel not so messy, but it's also been really cool to obediently step into that place because people have witnessed that and come along the journey with me. So I've always made that really clear on the podcast. Like, um, you know, we talk a lot about like being an expert if you're building a brand and I'm not an expert in like, there are things that I'm gifted at, but this is just me stewarding what God has given me and inviting people on the journey with me. So, yeah. I love that. And then like, as we figure this thing out, we can help other people do the same thing. And that's been one of the greatest joys for me. It's like starting the podcast. I didn't know what I was doing at all. Like I just figured it out. And then now since then, all these other people have come along and I've been able to help them start or writing my first books. And then people are like, how do you do a book proposal? I'm like, let me tell you, I have figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> and so we learn those things and go through those things so that we can help other people. And I, I love that. I love that you're doing exactly. that. So I love that you help others cultivate their God-given gifts. Love that so, so much. So what would you say to someone who really doesn't know what their gifts are? I would say, so like we talked about before, well, first I'm going to give some of the real basic practical advice that people literally Google. It's like, just brain dump what you're naturally drawn to, right? Ask other people. Like those are all Googleable things. Is that a word? Googleable? I don't know. <laughs> But for me, one of the biggest things that helped me, especially if you're a multi-passionate woman like I am, was that action brings clarity. And I think sometimes we wait to start because we're waiting for this like huge light bulb moment that's like, okay, God, this is from you. And I don't know about your journey, Janice, but mine certainly wasn't like that. It's been a journey of these tiny little steps where it's like, okay, God, I'm trusting you and following you here. And you don't actually have a clue what the big picture looks like. But when you look back over time, each of those little steps has connected you to where you are. And honestly, there have been things that I've tried that I am gifted at that were like, nope, this definitely isn't what, like I specifically, when I started this podcast, just did marketing training because I'm gifted at that. And I took some clients on, helped them get really good results. But then God was like, Kate, this is awesome, but let's go deeper. And I never would have gotten to where I am today had I not just kept stepping out and gaining clarity from taking the action. So that would be my biggest piece of advice. If you don't actually know what your God-given gifts are, just take one tiny step of obedience and it will unfold. Like mm. it, it seems so crazy, but for me anyways, and lots of the women that I've worked with, it's so true. They will be revealed to you as you move. 
That is so good. And literally I could echo everything you said with that, because that has been my story too. And God has to continually remind me, stop leaning on your own understanding. Cause it's like, he'll give me a glimpse of the picture. And it's like a couple pieces of the puzzle. And I want to flip the box over and see what the whole picture looks like. And I'm like, what's it going to look like? Where am I going to be in five years from now or whatever? So I am not one of those people that's like five, 10 year plans. I'm like, I don't know where I'm even going to be living at that point. Like God just shifts and changes. And I just want to move with the leading of the Holy spirit always. So I love everything you said and can totally relate to all yeah. of it and just stepping out. And so I love that. And that's what I found is the hardest thing for people is just taking that first step, just taking that first step. And so like, even going back to the whole podcasting thing, it was like, download the app and go through the tutorials record. I'm like, I'm just going to record my intro tonight. My first day. I had like four of my first episodes recorded that night. I'm like, I think I've got something going here. So it's just fun. <laughs> just make that step and be bold and courageous and do it and know that God's going to catch you. Yeah. You know, like people, like we have such a fear of failure and it's like, you're not going to fail if you're being obedient to the Lord. So exactly. Amen to that. <laughs> okay. So why is it so important that we share our gifts with the world? I know that's something you're super passionate about. Why is that so important? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to pull up a version of a verse here because this was also um, a really big piece to the podcast. And it is from Matthew 10, 27. So this is from the New International Version. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. And that message really resonated with me because I think you know, as Christians, we all know we're put here on this earth to make an impact. And I think sometimes that gets so lost in translation, right? We get wrapped up, like you were saying before, in our own securities, we get so self-involved that we just stay in these cocoons. We stay in safety. We stay in our comfort zones. We're so afraid to fail. And the very reason we're on this earth is literally to impact. And I think it's time for a whole lot of women to awaken to that and get really passionate and fiery about what God has put inside us to share that with the world, to make an impact. And that's why it's so important because that is literally what we're on this earth to do. And I think Sometimes, sometimes we make that so outside of ourselves when the reality is like, you don't have to have a massive platform. You don't have to be like Janice and I, you don't have to be podcasting. Like when we're talking about the whisper in your ear from God and shouting it from the rooftops, like that can impact one person. And when I used to get so overwhelmed with my journey at the start, like, oh, is this even reaching anyone? Like, is it even worth me putting my effort into this? Does anyone care? I would always go back to if one person hears this, it's worth it. It is enough. And I still get goosebumps to this day because that can be, you know, the whisper in our ear and, and making an impact at the grocery store. Like it, it's, it's literally can be so simple. So I kind of went on a tangent there, but that's why it's so important. And I get really fiery and passionate about that because well, that is time so to awaken. <laughs> that is so good. And that was actually my ministry that I ran with for a few years, women's ministry. The motto God gave me was awaken, reignite and expand. So it was awakening women in the body of Christ to reigniting their first love passion, their God-given gifts to expand the kingdom. I'm like, why are you literally <laughs> like the Canadian Janice? I really love this. It's so good. And um, man, and going back to like what you said earlier about the silos and, and, and compartmentalizing our lives. And I love that you talked about just 
no, like God's a part of every part, every aspect of our lives. And so the grocery store thing, like this week I was at the gym and, and, um, I just had some, uh, shirt someone gave me, it was from their youth group and it had a scripture on it or whatever. And this woman's like, I like your shirt. And so I was able to strike up a conversation with her, found out she'd been struggling. So we just stood there praying together in the middle of the gym. And it's like, those are the moments that like people don't necessarily see, but those are the moments I live for. And like, I, I've probably similar to you, like never really wanted a platform, never whatever the Lord's like, you have something that the world needs. And so it's a, I look at it the same way you do. It's like, I'm robbing other people if I'm silent and I'm not doing what I'm called to do. And so just continually giving God our yes, whatever that looks like. So exactly. I love that. Whatever that looks like. And sometimes you might not know that, right? Like, like you said, you and I didn't know that ultimately we would have a podcast and be doing these other things, but it started with one yes. And then all these continuous yeses. Yeah. Ah, I love it. I love life. I always say to people who are like, my question is boring. I'm like, have you ever tried it? Like it is such such an adventure. So Krista, what encouragement would you give someone who has stepped out, but they felt like they failed and they're afraid to try again? So this is literally for me. And I think, you know, when we go back to talking about network marketing, I really honestly, you guys thought that that was like, the dream like that's what I would be doing forever and so sometimes it's really hard to feel like I've been in that season where you feel like your dream is broken but Janice you said this really well before like we don't understand the full picture and so I would just really encourage people to know that even if you're even if you're listening to this right now and you feel like you've stepped out and failed before you feel like your dream is broken you feel defeated know that again, going back to the pruning season, that is all preparing you for where you are ultimately supposed to be. Maybe that was a a season of pruning. And for me, like if I hadn't gone through what I went through in network marketing, I wouldn't be here today making this impact in this way. And did that make sense at the time? No, like there was a lot of healing to go through a lot of pain, but it's all been part of the journey and leading me to ultimately where God has me. And I would also like um, something that kept coming up for me over and over and over again in that place of surrender was beauty from ashes, beauty from ashes, beauty from ashes, like over and over and over again on repeat. And like you make all things new and God cares about every single little detail in your life. And so I would just really encourage you to, to reframe how you're seeing that failure, right? Like it's not a failure, it's a redirection or, um, yeah, I would just leave it that, at that it's a redirection. I love that. And I think too, what I want to add to that is how are we defining our success? And so for me, like with the ministry that I ran with for a few years, ran hard with that until God told me to step away from it was like my success is my obedience to the Lord. If I'm doing what he's called me to do, then it doesn't matter if I show up to an event and there's 200 people or three people, like I've had both and it, neither one's better. They're just different. And so just looking at it as like, Hey God, where am I supposed to be on this day? Where are you, where are you directing me? What do you want me to speak? What word do you have to release through me and just ministering to the hearts of the people that he puts in front of us. And so I always go back to that. I'm like, my success isn't based off any of the things like you talked about, it's so easy to get into those vanity metrics. And for me, I love looking and seeing what countries I'm hitting. Cause I'm like, Oh, we're in some areas where the gospel's prohibited. That gets me fired up. And so my podcast, it's those places I get really excited, but at the end of the day, it's like, 
you know what, like you said, if we record a podcast and two people listen to it, then I mean, obviously that's not what you, you want to reach the masses, but it doesn't matter if you're being obedient. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what that looks exactly. like. Exactly. And I think sometimes, you know, sometimes we make the most impact in those really intimate groups too, right? Like impact isn't always tied to the masses. And so I I really love what you said about redefining success, because I think, especially on social media, if you do have a platform, there's always such a push for growth. And I'm just learning about this now, because as, as I've said, I'm on a journey, but there's a difference between accelerating in your business and ascending in your business. And I used to be really driven actually when I first started and doing specifically marketing training, I had, I forget exactly what I called it, but it was, it was like a three week business accelerator. And we were just like getting down to the nitty gritty of like, um, cause I'm gifted at creating content and connecting with people. And so we were just like diving in and accelerating businesses, but that kept feeding into my addiction to success and title and all that kind of thing. And so now it's like, we don't necessarily want to be accelerating in our business, but ascending. And that means more surrender and stepping in line with Holy Spirit to build these businesses and trust that ultimate picture. So actually over the last few weeks, I've really done a big rebrand and shift in my own business because that's what I'm moving much more towards instead of teaching the growth and you know, people knew me as a, as a branding and Instagram guru, we're still going to talk about branding, but it's completely redefining business. So just a side note there, because I do think, especially for faith fueled entrepreneurs, there are not many people talking about that. And that was one of the big struggles that I had when I, when I talk about silos, like business faith, I didn't really find any great examples of women combining the two well so it was it was kind of a hard thing to figure out so yeah because you're pioneering it you're pioneering it and I love that and like ultimately for me at the end of the day like I'm I'm not constantly like I'm obsessed with it but from time to time just checking my heart motive like am I doing what I'm doing to pull people closer to the heart of God and and am I seeing people through my ministry falling more in love with him and and having a greater desire for the word and those kind of things because I know that's my calling and so I, I, yeah, I just always am evaluating like no selfish motive in me. I just want to pull people closer to him and it's never about Janice. And so keeping that perspective is hard sometimes because, you know, it's fun just to get on and post the silly pictures and do the things, but it's like the purpose <laughs> of this. So yeah, exactly. for what we put out there, that's a whole other subject. So yeah. So, okay. What are three practical, easy could start today tips that you would give someone looking to build their brand? So if you're wanting to start building your brand on social media today, then the number one thing that you have to know is who you're passionate to help. And a lot of that goes back to your God-given gifts. So like you've talked about, you know what your mission is. And I would preface that with saying like in this season, because I used to get really stuck on that, right? Again, especially if you're multi-passionate and the whole niche thing, like it can be really overwhelming for people. So it's like in this season, God, who am I passionate to help? Who can I help with the gifts that I have? The number one way to actually figure that out is what have you overcome in your life? Like you and I are both talking about like the reason we're here today is because we've walked through something and been willing to share that. So what's something that you can just jot down on paper that 
God has walked with you through in your life that you can help other people with. That's one of the best ways to start um, with building your brand. So that's kind of your basis. Then the mistake that most people make when they're building their brand is they keep it all about themselves. So especially when you're storytelling, it's really easy to continue making it all about you and sharing your story. As you move through building your brand, you really want to start thinking about that woman that you're serving. How can you be of service to her? So servant leadership, how can you bring value to her? So now we're starting to shift from sharing our story to putting her in our shoes. And that's the biggest switch because people will always resonate with your story, but the way to really capture people with your brand is to allow them to see themselves in your story. So you're inviting them in and sharing how you can help them. So that's the third piece. Why are you the person that can help them? And that is, again, tying back to step number one, your God-given gifts. What has God equipped you with that you can help that woman that you're helping with? So, um, and then it's highlighting those things. So it's, it's three steps, but the most important thing is to make it all about her is to step into that servant leadership piece and always be thinking about what value can you bring to make her life better, right? To shine your light for her. Oh, that is beautiful. I'm like grabbing all those pieces and tucking them in my heart. <laughs> that is so powerful. So good. I love that. I love that. I love everything we've been sharing today, Krista. Oh my gosh, it's been such a blessing. I'm really glad we found each other on Instagram. Me too. Do you have any other encouragement for the podcast community? Anything at all on your heart that you want to share? I just feel like, oh my goodness, we've touched on so many things, but a lot of the women that I'm dealing with in my world are feeling a little bit maybe weary, discouraged, unsure, unclear. And my biggest piece of encouragement that we talked about at the very beginning was this is one piece of your story. We get so focused on these chapters. You know, you wrote a book, like literally imagine your, your listeners or your readers of the book, reading one chapter of the story, like so remember, this is one chapter of your book and God is the author of it and action will always bring clarity. So I feel like we talked about before a lot of women, and this was me included as I, as I kind of moved through this rebrand from like marketing into Holy Spirit led business coaching is that the journey is messy but it's also beautiful when you surrender it and walk with God. So hopefully that encourages women to just surrender, trust the process and keep moving forward in obedience. Because I don't know about you, Janice, but from my experience, like it, it makes me emotional because when I was in that season of walking away from network marketing and not sure, like what the heck did I just do with my life? It really felt kind of like doom and gloom. But as I just kept moving forward, now I'm on the other side of that. And it's like, wow, God, like this is better than I ever could have imagined. Doesn't mean it's easier. It was not easier to get here, but God is always faithful. Going back to the Jeremiah 29, 11, plans like hope, hope for the future. So 
That's beautiful. And I know like I walked through that, well, less than a year ago with stepping away from a very fun and fruitful ministry. And God was like, Hey, time to step away. And I was like, thank you. I was just thanking him for that season and how beautiful it was. And I really felt like he was challenging my heart. Like, do you really think that's all I have for you? And I was like, I mean, yeah, kind of like if I'm being honest and he was like, no, I take you from glory to glory. And so just, I love what you said about that, that you do get in that place where you're like, wow, that was really awesome. And, um, probably the best God's ever going to have for me. And he's like, um, seriously. <laughs> so yeah, I can relate to all of that. And I'm just going to give a big hearty amen to everything you said. I love it. <laughs> so Krista, how can the podcast community stay connected with you? I'll definitely have your links and everything in the bio, but just for anyone listening, how can they stay connected with you? Yeah. So very similar to Janice, like Janice and I just connected so fast in the DMS. That's the best way. Like I love podcasting. Um, and of course you can go listen to my show. The new episodes are starting next week. So as I said, I went through a rebrand because the podcast used to specifically be like marketing and business tips. Um, so that's on all the places where you listen to Janice's podcast. It's She Breathes Courage. But I love actually conversations on Instagram. So come say hi in my DMs. Um, I love building connection. I think just like with Janice, again, like we we tend to be so not segregated, but just we we watch other people's lives on social media and forget that we're all real humans. And again, we're put on this earth for community and connection. So don't be a stranger. Come say hi. I love building connection on Instagram. I'm Krista.SheBreezeCourage. Love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being on here. Like this was so encouraging to me and I'm excited just to to get the feedback um, from listeners because I know it's going to be incredible and, and so encouraging. Would you pray for us and end this podcast? I will. God, I just thank you so much for every single woman, man, whoever tuned into this podcast today. And I just want to pray a blessing over every single listener that wherever they are today, God, you would meet them there. If they're feeling discouraged or deflated, that you would just breathe life and restoration over them. God, I pray that they would surrender right now, wherever they're at to you just surrender everything and that they would listen for the whisper that you give them in their ear. And that when they get their whisper, God, that you would break chains, whatever's holding them back from awakening and arising. I just pray that you would break those chains and we speak restoration over their lives so that they can turn that whisper into a shout and use their voices, rise up to make an impact for your glory and for your kingdom. God, I just pray a blessing as they go about the rest of their day or as they go to bed, whenever they're listening to this. And I just want them to know they are so loved by you. They're daughters of the King and you have hope for their future. Awaken them to the gifts that are inside of them and equip them to carry those out and bring that to the world. We pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen. I'm not afraid of